It's that time. Now it's time for Craig Bishop and the Council Roundup. And the Council Roundup brought to you each and every Wednesday by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch, also open for lunch on Saturdays. And don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. And uh, last night, Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole Meeting was only about 30 minutes long. Uh, they just hit on ordinance after ordinance after ordinance. We'll hear a lot of those ordinances and the dollar figures behind some of them. Um, and then we'll also hear from uh, former Springfield Mayor uh, Jim Langfelder about uh, the city's uh, storm recovery efforts under a new administration. And he wanted to correct the record of apparently what a, uh, a citizen had previously said. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, of course, are coming off of uh, the, the initial phase of a disaster, which even uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker has declared Sangamon County a disaster area because of the derecho. Uh, and you had that spawning all kinds of other severe weather across the region. And then you had floods up in Chicago. Just a lot of severe weather uh, across Illinois uh, with the governor giving that declaration of a disaster. Uh, but uh, in Springfield, uh, Springfield Mayor Misty Busher, uh, not even two months into her term in office, uh, got hit with this derecho. And it uh, gave widespread damage across the city. A lot of recovery efforts still underway. At one point, there were 40,000 customers without power. Uh, reminiscent of uh, things even worse than the 1978 ice storms and even way worse than the 2006 tornado that was very isolated to a part of the city. This derecho knocked over dozens of utility poles all across the city. It wasn't just isolated to a small area. It was all across the city. And the estimates right now are $20 million in damage just to city water, light, and power. That doesn't include whatever public works might have or any of the costs of overtime for police and fire and public works and utility crews and the contract. So a lot of cost there. And, of course, the goal is to try to get uh, some kind of federal reimbursement uh, if they can get that statewide total over $22.7 million. And it looks like they're probably going to be able to do that. So there wasn't a ton of focus on that last night, interestingly. Um, you do have the former mayor, uh, Jim Langfelder, addressing the council. So that, that does come up there. But let's get right on into it with last night's uh, Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole meeting, where they started with the treasurer's report from Treasurer Colleen Redpath-Fager. Treasurer's report for the corporate fund of the month of June. The beginning balance is $75,007,454. We took in total receipts of $19 million. Four hundred eighty-six thousand seventy. I'm sorry, seven hundred fifty dollars. We had total disbursements in the month of June totaling twenty-five million nine hundred thirty-four thousand three hundred eighty-six dollars, which left the corporate fund ending balance in the month of June at sixty-eight million five hundred fifty-nine thousand eight hundred eighteen dollars. The ending general fund includes a balance of $19,473,945, which is the June ending balance ending balance of the ARPA money. Thank you. That concludes my report. So uh, $68.6 million that the city has on hand, and uh, you've got uh, the uh, ARPA dollars making up around $19.4 million of that. Those, 2023. Those ARPA dollars, obviously, uh, we've heard, uh, are already uh, you know uh, guaranteed for certain funding uh, opportunities for the city of Springfield. So uh, be watching how that, uh, that number is expected to shrink over uh, 
over time. Uh, but let's go ahead now get into ordinances up for consideration. So if you don't know the uh, trajectory of city council here in Springfield, uh, they meet every Tuesday, but it's not a full city council meeting. Uh, you've got uh, the city council that has a committee of the whole where they deal with ordinances up for consideration. And it's like the first step, right? Similar to the state house where they have to read bills three times. Well, there's three instances of ordinances coming in front of the city council. You've got first reading that's typically released the Friday before the Tuesday meeting of the committee of the whole. And then on the committee of the whole, they determine if the ordinance is, is uh, you know, controversial and should be on the debate agenda and then debated at the full city council meeting the following week, or if the ordinance is non-controversial and goes on a consent agenda with a whole list of ordinances on the consent agenda that uh, then can be all voted on at once in an omnibus fashion, right? So that's that's where we're at today with the Committee of the Whole. Ordinances that were on first reading, up for consideration, and they're determining uh, whether it goes on consent or on the debate agenda. So a lot of these ordinances we're going to hear uh, deal with uh, a variety of things, including uh, city water, light, and power. Here's uh, Clerk Lesko uh, reading off uh, these various ordinances for council consideration. P 2023-298, an ordinance approving a one-year proposal extension and authorizing additional funding the amount of $143,010 under proposal number UE. 20-31 rental of crawler for the Dalman power plant, Komatsu Financial LP for a total amount payable of $510,403.32 for the Office of Public Utilities. So obviously getting some new equipment, uh, half a million dollars there. It's uh, not cheap equipment, no question. And uh, there's a lot of high dollar ticket items for the city of Springfield, public utility, uh, city water, light, and power. 2023-299, in order to approving a one-year contract extension and authorizing additional funding in the amount of $300,000 under contract number UE22-06-3 by product hauling for the Dalman Power Plant, J. Oros, Environmental Incorporated, for a total amount payable of $1,300,000 for the Office of Public Utilities. So with a utility, you got to get rid of the uh, the byproduct, uh, and that's uh, something that costs money. Uh, so you're looking at another contract there to haul away some of that byproduct. Uh, let's get back into even more ordinances up for consideration from uh, the City Water, Light, and Power looking to contract. 2023-300, an ordinance accepting bids and authorizing <laughs> contract UE24-05-29, outdoor 72.5 KV circuit breakers rebid with Grey Bar Electric Company, Incorporated an amount not to exceed two million seven hundred twenty-three thousand six hundred seventy-five dollars and twenty-five cents for the Office of Public Utilities. Your motion. And uh, they put that on the uh, consent agenda. So a lot of ordinances with high ticket numbers, <laughs> costing taxpayers and ratepayers for city water, light, and power. Uh, even more from city water, light, and power to consider uh, at last. Twenty twenty three three zero one. In order to accepting bids and authorizing contract UE twenty four dash zero five dash three zero outdoor one forty five KV circuit breakers rebid with Gray Bar Electric Company Incorporated an amount not to exceed two million. $52,825.38 for the Office of Public Utility. Just to kind of give you an idea of how expensive some of the equipment with City Water, Light, and Power is. I mean, you're talking $2 million for, you know, some components uh, that uh, they, they surely use quite a bit. That's just one contract. Up 2023-302, an ordinance authorizing a statement of work with Intergraph Corporation Hexagon's Asset 
Lifecycle Intelligence Division, Hexagon, in an amount not to exceed $65,000 for upgrades of past cyber integrity software and for remote consulting services for the Office of Public Utilities. So it's um, software uh, and remote consulting software. It's going to cost like $65,000. Uh, the uh, Alderwoman Erin Conley had some questions. This is, this is upgrades to our existing systems or an existing system. Can you just explain kind of what this is actually going to be upgrading? Well, so this is basically some cybersecurity stuff that we have to do for NERC SIP compliance. Okay. So it's basically upgrading to the, the next level that they have. And this, this brings us into full compliance with the requirements for, for this, yes, for this okay. piece, yes. That's all I wanted to know. Mm -hmm. Thank so, you. It's like, uh, it's like going from the, uh, the free software to the, uh, the, the premium software version, uh, all for their efforts to, uh, maintain cybersecurity. Uh, so obviously, uh, th that was city water, light and power, a whole bunch of ordinances, uh, some high ticket, 2 million, half a million, 60,000. Uh, these things obviously, uh, not cheap to operate. So it just gives you an idea of just how much uh, city water light and power has to expend uh, to keep your lights on uh, quite frankly all right uh, stay tuned we got more of the council roundup coming up here on wmay brought to you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west all right stay tuned all right back with the council roundup with springfield's morning news on wmay council roundup brought to you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west their downtown location open for lunch and don't forget about delivery Head West subs. Just going through a bunch of ordinances from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. We heard all of the dollars that are being planned for CWLP from uh, hauling byproducts away from the utility to buying, uh, you know, electrical components at the cost of like $2 million. Uh, not sure, you know, uh, how much of that's from the storm or how much of that's just restocking what they need to to have on hand for emergencies but obviously uh, we had a, a severe emergency with uh, 40,000 plus uh, individuals out of power that's been restored uh, practically everybody uh, so uh, it's incredible to see uh, just the devastation and the steps needed to uh, to, to, to clean that up uh, but let's get back on into it now now it's time to hear some other ordinances this one deals with uh, the rail relocation efforts and uh, trying to get the uh, various uh, properties that are needed to ensure rail relocation goes off without a hitch. Eight, an ordinance authorizing the purchase of right-of-way from CSX Transportation Incorporated located on 11th Street consisting of pin 1422.5-409-002 and 14-22.5-409-003 in an amount of $102,500 and estimated closing costs in the amount of $4,000 for a total amount not to exceed $106,500 relating to the Springfield Rail Improvement Project, usable segment 6B for the Office of Public Works. Just a motion. And the they put that on the consent agenda. But uh, Alderman Roy Williams Jr. asks, you know, if this where this is at on uh, um, uh, 11th Street. And uh, in particular, uh, they said that it's in one quadrant of the uh, uh, rail relocation efforts. And they'll get more detail on that. But that's a more expensive uh, purchase price than we've seen elsewhere when it comes to some even houses being bought for twenty, thirty, forty-five thousand dollars or so. This is for six figures, a hundred thousand plus. So uh, interesting to see that put on the uh, debate agenda. Up next, you've got an ordinance dealing with the cemetery, Oak Ridge Cemetery, where Abraham Lincoln is buried. Uh, and here's how the ordinance played out uh, last night on the uh, Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole. An ordinance authorizing an intergovernmental agreement between the City of Springfield and the State of Illinois Department of Natural Resources accepting financial assistance in the amount of four million, I'm sorry, 
$4,896 for Oak Ridge Cemetery to secure the premises for the Office of Public Works. Motion for consent. Second. It's been moved to second. We send 2023-309 on to the Council of Due Pest Recommendation for the consent agenda. So it's discussion. on the consent agenda. Uh, DNR apparently going to be helping out a bit. $4,000 worth of uh, some security uh, providing uh, Oak Ridge Cemetery. So, uh, yeah, that's a cemetery owned, you know, operated by the city of Springfield, but getting the uh, Department of Natural Resources involved in that. Uh, interesting to hear as well. Uh, next up, you've got uh, some new liquor licenses. Uh, and this gives you an indication of some new businesses that are coming to the area. One from Khan's Hospitality uh, in a uh, new facility that's uh, a tavern. General City Business, 2023-310, in order to increase the number of Class AA liquor licenses by one for Khan's Hospitality Group Incorporated, doing business as Trish and Mary's pub for the business located at 107 West Cook Street. So Trish and Mary's, uh, named after a couple of Khan's Hospitality individuals who uh, sadly lost their lives, and uh, something I think is uh, you know important to, to recognize, and they did so by uh, having a new establishment named after them. So that's pretty neat. Uh, they also had a couple of Casey's uh, getting some liquor licenses lined up uh, at last night's Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole. Uh, so you have uh, two uh, Casey's stores that uh, looking to, to expand their liquor licenses there as well. Uh, so that was on the docket last night. Uh, and I'm seeing here uh, just where we're at. Uh, how about surplus property? Uh, you've got uh, surplus property that the city of Springfield's looking to get rid of. And uh, they have to, of course, approve an ordinance to do just that. They had another ordinance dealing with uh, some, some planning uh, for South Central Business District. Uh, that was also on the docket last night. Uh, other ordinances uh, deal with a uh, change order. Uh, and this is interesting. I do want to uh, pause on this just briefly because when you hear change order uh, with uh, with public contracts, that means it's going to cost taxpayers more or it's going to cost more. Uh, and I did an investigation several years ago of uh, school districts uh, using a, uh, a measure in state law that uh, said, hey, you can go out and get contracts for uh, you know, new environmental standards, new AC units, new window fittings to ensure that uh, you're not losing all kinds of energy and uh, you're more energy efficient. And what we found was that uh, these contracts were being entered into these with these companies, and they were large contracts. But then after it was approved, there would then be even larger change orders. <laughs> <laughs> brought to fruition, costing uh, the the, t the taxing body even more, and it almost turned into a no-bid contract change order that elevated the cost substantially. Is that what's going on here? No, I don't think so, but uh, still, let's go ahead and hear what this uh, this change order is all about from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. 315, an ordinance authorizing additional funding in the amount of $26,998.14 Pursuant to change order number two for a total request not to exceed $282,486 under contract number PW23-06-48 with RL Valentine's Construction Incorporated for building improvements of the senior services of Central Illinois for the Office of Planning and Economic Development. So uh, you have that uh, up there. Um, Alderwoman uh, Notoriano brought up Vail Yazel to ask a question. Um, about the change order. Um, is anyone here to answer? Valiazel. Yeah. Calling Valiazel. Thank you. Um, so the doors, were they in the original scope for this project? They were in the original scope for the project. They thought they could repair them, but once they got into it, they realized it was a total replacement. Okay. All right. Thank you. Is there any other discussion? Simple enough, I guess, right? 
All right. Uh, stay tuned. we got more ordinances to tackle. Also, former Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder addressing the council last night about the storms. So that's up next here as well. The council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Head West Subs. All right. Uh, all right. Back with the council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. Last night's Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole dealing with all kinds of ordinances from CWLP to general city business and so on. But we also hear from uh, former Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder reacting to uh, the storm cleanup. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. It's coming up. But more ordinances up for consideration. Here is uh, one dealing with uh, some contracts. What do we got here? Just looking at it. Oh, yeah. Lubrication. Uh, how much is the city planning on spending for uh, for lube? Let's uh, let's hear that. Three fifteen. An ordinance authorizing additional funding in the amount of twenty six thousand nine hundred ninety eight dollars and fourteen cents, pursuant to change order number two for a total request not to exceed two hundred eighty two thousand four hundred eighty six dollars under contract number PW twenty three zero six four eight with R L Valentine's Construction Incorporated for building improvements of the senior services of Central Illinois for the Office of Planning and Economic Development. Wait, no, that's, that's not right. That's not right, is it? No, that's not what I wanted. I wanted the lube uh, ordinance. Just had a question. Yeah, we already um, heard that. About... All right, let's go to this. Here it is. Uh, here's the ordinance. <laughs> Number FM 24-03-09 with Earthel Oil Company and Rilco Incorporated for the purchase of oils and lubricants for the fleet maintenance for the public works from July 1st, 2023 through June 30th, 2025 for an amount not to exceed $110,000. So, uh, again, uh, there you go. Th that's how much they're looking to spend. <laughs> Uh, that's how much they're going to spend on uh, lubricants. Twenty twenty-three uh, figures. So, uh, gotta love that. All right, a lot to juggle here uh, on the show every morning. I appreciate everybody tuning in with the council roundup. Let's hear more ordinances from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Uh, the committee of the whole dealing with uh, you know a variety of different things. Here's the latest uh, ordinance that they had up for consideration. Twenty twenty-three three seventeen. In order to accepting bids and authorizing execution of contract. Number FM 24-04-20 with Henson Robinson Company for roof repair at the fleet maintenance facility for an amount not to exceed $159,450. So roof repairs needed. Uh, obviously, that's important to maintain properties for the city of Springfield. Uh, let's talk uh, about trash next. With Allied Waste Transportation Incorporated doing business as Republic Services of Sangamon County to provide waste hauling using single stream recycling for all departments of the city of Springfield in an amount not to exceed $257,421 for one year. Alderwoman Conley had a question about this. Uh, is this going to be for the general public or is this just city business? It, does this include the recycling from the bins downtown that are located public, publicly? I, it's for city offices? It's for city offices okay. uh, for uh, two cubic yard to eight cubic yard large dumpsters to pick up for city business. Okay. You know, so. Thanks. Okay. Thank you very much. So there you go. It's uh, not uh, for general use. It's just for the city's use, single stream recycling, a lot of recycling. Authorizing additional Next. funding in the amount of $520,066 for a total amount of $780,099 for the R3 service delivery grant and authorizing a supplemental appropriation in the amount of $520,066 for the Office of Planning and Economic Development. Move for consent. i got to look into that contract. Uh, uh, extension, uh, half a million bucks here and there. Interesting. Okay. Uh, next up, you got uh, more considered. 
2023-320, an ordinance authorizing additional funds in the amount of $1,004,112 to allow $450,000 per fiscal year for a five-year contract with Trustmark Health Benefits to serve as a third-party administrator, TPA, and utilize Utilization Review Management Team for the City of Springfield's Health Insurance Program for the Office of Human Resources. Entertain a motion. Obviously motion very important, health insurance for city employees, uh, and of course it does come with a cost. And an ordinance authorizing additional two-year extension of RFP number HR18-02 with HealthLink to continue to serve as the City of Springfield's health insurance provider network from March 1st, 2024 through February 28th, 2026 for the Office of Human Resources. So moving forward to get that contract put together, uh, then they have another contract that they're uh, advancing. 2023-322, an ordinance authorizing acceptance of RFP VM24-04 with Motor Parts and Equipment Corporation doing business as Napa Auto Parts for a turnkey parts store operations for an amount not to exceed $5,850,000 from August 1st, 2023 through July 31st, 2026 for the Office of Budget and Management. Entertain a motion. Motion for consent. Wow. We moved the second. We said 2023. Put it on the consent agenda. Uh, and what's interesting about that is I remember when the Napa Auto Parts contract first came together years ago, and it was a huge debate as to, well, is it going to go to Napa or is there some other local uh, company that can provide, uh, you know, quality parts at a cheaper cost? And, uh, you know, there was, there was just weeks upon weeks upon weeks about this particular idea of having Napa be essentially the central uh, parts distributor for the city's uh, you know fleets of uh, of various vehicles be a police fire uh, you know uh, public works uh, utility so, so Napa would get all of that business essentially from uh, utility vehicles and such uh, getting getting replacement parts and whatnot it was a long protracted debate gosh like 10 years ago under uh, former uh, mayor Mike Houston not Jim Langfelder former mayor Mike Houston uh, but uh, regardless uh, very few questions raised about this this time Time around as it was placed on the consent agenda, you had uh, Larry Rockford. Uh, he, uh, he he had some questions about this particular contract. Is this is this a uh, sole source bid or is this? No. Does it go out for bid too? It went out for bid. and There was two bidders. One was local, which was B Napa, and the other one was an out of town bidder. Okay. And they were significantly higher. Very good. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. So, uh, not much uh, debate on that. Uh, so, we'll uh, see that uh, put on the uh, rocket docket, so to speak, on the consent agenda. Uh, millions of dollars of contract there. All right. So, that's all the city business they had. A uh, lot of a uh, lot of uh, various ordinances uh, costing you know half a million here, sixty thousand there, uh, two point some odd million there. So, you could see all the taxpayer cost adding up. But then you had uh, citizens address the the committee, and in particular, you had former Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder there uh, to address the committee. Here is. Uh, the the former mayor uh, laying out uh, some of his uh, thoughts on uh, the recent storm damage and the recovery efforts. Is this? It's uh, not that. Let's go to this and uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. Is there citizens to uh, address the committee, uh, Mr. Yes. Clerk? Jim Linkelder. Former mayor. And the mayor Please gets up there. And for the <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jim Langfelder, uh, 2125 Lake Crest Drive, Ward 1, uh, Springfield. Appreciate you uh, Let me speak tonight. And give 
me the opportunity uh, to address you uh, tonight about CWLP power outages. Like each of you expressed at the last city council meeting, as a resident, I too want to extend my thanks and appreciation to the hard work and efforts of the city employees and all others who helped during this very challenging time. I came here tonight to correct misstatements that were made about the previous administration, specifically regarding AMI smart meters. When a resident addressed the city council looking for answers regarding power restoration and yard cleanup from electrical debris, he was not given an estimated timeline. Instead, he was told CWLP, quote, asked for AMI readers which would have expedited our process in the past, and they were not approved, end quote. The fact of the matter is, just like the previous administration pushed for technological advancements like shot spotter, license plate readers, traffic preemption equipment, and city works, we pushed for smart meters and building out CWLP's fiber and electrical grid system. With regards to smart meters, CWLP wanted to do a phased-in approach so electric and water meters could be integrated. As was stated regarding the Environmental Act, uh, the act of the nature was a weather phenomenon, not seen since the ice storm, so there was no one to blame. Instead of trying to provide excuses with false statements, residents want and deserve solutions and positive direction for our future. As nature has taught us, time is of the essence. The city of Springfield should expedite the implementation of CWLP smart meters. The initiative can be paid for through CWLP's electric fund. In 2015, the previous administration started with less than six days of cash and built up over 100 days of cash. Another option would be environmental, the Environmental Rebate Fund, which the previous administration and some members of the city, this city council helped establish. If you have not done so, I'd also encourage you to read the Merrill Transition Report, which provides information about some of the initiatives that were in progress and will help move projects forward instead of starting from scratch. As the pandemic has taught us, we don't know what tomorrow will bring. We need to continually assess initiatives and processes to best serve the public and prepare for our future. Thank you to all the city officials for leading in this manner and all the city employees for doing their best to serve others. Thank you. Shogun, uh, former Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder addressing the city council, uh, wanting to correct the record uh, a uh, citizen brought forward last week. Uh, we didn't hear that during our review of the council roundup, just with all the other city business that was going on, but former mayor felt it important to, to address it, so there he was last night. It is the Council Roundup each and every Wednesday, a review of Springfield City Council happenings brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch, Head West Subs. All right, uh, now 7.52. Let's take a break. But first, let's look at Springfield's.